Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline. So it's just me talking about stuff games, movies, TV, and something from the week when this was recorded. And I can tell you now, getting out front as honest as I can, if you don't like running and you're not here for the running content, definitely give this one a miss. It's not 100% running, there is still games, movies, TV, if that's what you're here for, uh, but it's it's running heavy, running heavy. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Um, what you can do is if you get it on if you get the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, that kind of thing, uh, if you click the five star review, that's a massive help to the podcast. To my knowledge, I don't think you even have to leave a review. you can just click five stars or or, or other star numbers that you might want to click. Five's good though. Anyway, let's start. Let's start the podcast. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. Oh, you're working this time. Honestly. Honestly. Um, I feel like I feel like jumping the gun already with the last thing on my list. Um, oh my word! Um, little disclaimer. Um, this podcast generally has a variety of different subjects, themes, and things like that. Sometimes they go a little a little heavy in a certain direction, depending on how a particular week has gone, things going on in the week, etc, etc. Um, so, a disclaimer, if you have no interest in listening to a 42-year-old man talk about running, quote-unquote running, uh, this might not be the podcast for you. I realised past a certain point that there was a lot of talk about running. There is other stuff, I promise. But there's a lot running. A little while ago, um, I'd seen this thing about the effects um, on your body of not exercising. Um, And I don't mean like if you're a person that doesn't exercise. I mean if you are somebody who exercises and then stops so um like what happens day one what happens day two what happens uh by the end of week one month one year and so on um and it was it's obviously something that stuck with me because it was quite haunting in the sense that it was like even that first day even that first day you lose a step and then within two or three days it's like you've lost like a week 
and then within a week it's like you've lost a month and and <clears throat> having had an injury and suffered an injury um <clears throat> that immediately came to the forefront of my mind so i had x number of weeks off um but it was it was just there it was just this pressing issue of no matter what need to get back to running need to get back to working out the working out's a whole different beast um it's really long it's really drawn out the shortest version is um i'm not supposed to work out um the longer version of that is i don't know how much longer i'm going to be able to go without um even just something light technically technically I can now start lifting light stuff, but uh, uh. so I had some time off running. There wasn't anything I could do about that. I just had to accept it, resign myself to it, and that was that. But that's not how stuff like this works. It's kind of a okay. I can't run, but that's no good, and I'm I'm losing ground. Um, so I had these, these like attempts at running and for all the running I do, did do, for all the running that I have achieved, have, um, I don't know what you would call it, um, you know, when you run X number of days a week, whichever way you slice it, you're gonna be in a in a in a particular position. I was there was a part of me that was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna miss too much, I'm not gonna lose too much, I'm not gonna you know all that sort of stuff. The the part of you that thinks that you're weirdly superhuman or or whatever because you do something every day. And there there is there is there are theories there that support the if you do something a lot you can every now and then you can take a day off however the people that do those sorts of things don't want to take a day off it's never quite how you imagine it though i was like if i can run if i can run nine miles and i have two three four weeks off let's face it I'm not going to be running nine miles day one, but day one, five miles. That's not too. That's not too much to expect, is it? <clears throat> Spoilers. It's too much to expect. Way too much to expect. Um, I was just uh, very, very surprised. There's other stuff that I'll come to um, further into this. This, this. Although it's a podcast and it'll probably run for X amount of time because these do. Um, this is one, almost one subject, almost one thing. There's just going to be a lot, a lot about it. And like I said at the start, it's a lot to do with the running. So... <sighs> This is where things are going to get weird. 
don't know if I mentioned previously. Did I talk about this this left leg thing? I talk about the issue I was having with my left leg that I couldn't bend my left leg, and then I started to wonder if there was a thing about that's why I fell, and because I couldn't bend my left leg when I impact, you know, when I hit the thing that I hit, maybe it was because I couldn't bend it to lift it, and there was this whole thing about not not being able to bend my left leg, whether you know what came first, the chicken or the egg, you know, all that sort of stuff. So. I wrote all this stuff out for what I was going to do when I got back to running and exercising and all this that and the other. And as far as there was stuff for working out is concerned, that's still on the back burner. But it's still there's this there's this plan for getting back, and not only getting back, getting back better, stronger, faster, all that sort of stuff. Million dollar man. So the plan for the running was I need to engage my left leg more. Um, Motion is the lotion, as Mike Bell would say. So, <clears throat> move the left leg more, bend the left knee more, make it work, make it happen, make it whatever. So on these like these these short runs, these getting back runs, whatever you want to call them, um, I'm like, right, I need to engage the left leg more. Now, I appreciate it's running, and in theory. It involves two legs. And it's hard to explain, and I can't explain it, but imagine, imagine if you will, that you're running, but your left leg's like a passenger. It's just there for the ride. And it's almost like, like some kind of pendulum that it's just swinging because the body is doing the rest the body's doing the work, the right leg's doing the work, the arms are moving side to side, the shoulders are doing what the shoulders are doing, the posture, all the things that you need to supposedly need to run properly. <clears throat> it's all there. The left leg's just kind of along for the ride. So this realization, I'm like, okay, so I need to engage the left leg. So I'm like, oh, lift the leg. Bend the leg. Run with the leg. And something weird started happening. And there's a part of me that's like, it's just getting back into running. That's all it is. It's just getting back into running. It's not It's not anything other than that. There's another part of me that's like, what if not using my left leg correctly not engaging my left leg correctly i've been missing something because focusing on using my left leg focusing on bending my left leg and and engaging my left leg more has seemed to deliver an amount of power an amount of speed going back couple of years going back to the pandemic um there were very few options available very few options the options were not go to the gym still need to get exercise so there was the running and i remember the day i remember the moment i remember um there was a point where i was like i need to run but i can't burn myself out so i put like this 
there's like limits on what I was going to do, what I was going to achieve, what I was going to be able to, like the, like the output I was going to deliver through running. And since then, I've never been able to get back to what I was able to do before that. I don't run, I shuffle. I don't, I'm not, I'm not fast, I'm not, it's not running, it's not, I use the word, but it's not running, and you'll have heard me say that a thousand times on these podcasts, I don't run, I shuffle, and then there's this thing that's come up that is like, is this something to do with this, this left leg, not engaging the left leg, so I've been trying to engage it more, and there's some speed there, there's some power there, again, I'm not talking about running, uh, running fast, I'm not even talking about running, I'm just talking about going a little bit quicker, and it's weird, it's, it's super weird, um, I don't know, I might, I might have mentioned it last week or before or something, I was testing a theory and the theory seemed strange. This is the theory I was talking about, if I mentioned it. Um, something that has not, has not been going well. Um, getting up early has gone completely out, out the window. Um... There was this thing from um, from one of the books that I've been reading that was saying about um, why motivation is actually a bad thing, um, and that's because motivation comes and goes. And when motivation's there, it's great. You can do things, you can achieve things, you can whatever. But when motivation's gone, if that's what you're relying on, you've got nothing to fall back on. And if you've got nothing to fall back on, then what's going to make you do the things you're supposed to be doing? And that's essentially what's happened. And again, there's something further into the on further down the list to talk about that will definitely tie into this. And I fully understand and appreciate that. I get it, but. So it, it's it's very simple. It went like this. Alarm goes off at half five. Get out of bed. Turn the alarm off. Back into bed. Fifteen minutes later, alarm goes off. Get out of bed. Turn the alarm off. Get back into bed. Fifteen minutes later, alarm goes off. Get up. Get dressed. Get out the door. And there we go. Yes, the alarm started going off at half five. But half an hour wiggle room are we really you know is it really that bad when i was running <clears throat> more in the seven eight nine mile region that half an hour wouldn't have been a thing um with a broken arm i was getting up to walk so next thing it's like well realistically i only need an hour uh, to walk the distance I was walking. I did a, a nice brisk walk. First thing in the morning. It's not running. It's not ideal. But it's 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 something. It's better than nothing. So that's that. I only actually need an hour. So I don't need to be up at six. 
So alarm goes off at 5.30, quarter to 6, 6, 6.15, 6.30, get out of bed, get dressed, leave, go for an hour, back at half seven, job done. And then there was the, oh, you know, well, I don't actually need to leave till seven, so wait, even though I'm getting up at half six, I can just take my time, take a bit of, you know, go go in the bathroom, get sorted, go get dressed, you know, before long, lost another half an hour. Well, if I'm losing half an hour, that's half an hour I could be in bed. So half five, quarter six, six o'clock, six fifteen, six thirty, six forty-five, seven. It's reached it had reached a point where it had got that late that I was actually getting up later than I was previously before deciding to get up at half five in the morning. Because back back then, I would, I would have been out of bed at seven, for the latest, to get up, get sorted and get started. And, and, and I'd, I'd have been out of the door within ten minutes. Like I say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come on to it and I'm going to talk about what I think is going on. Um, and I understand it and I get it and, and, and all that, but... It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. So, a little bit, I'm going to swing back a little bit the other way. I'm going to get a drink. Mmm, a refreshing glass of water. Yes, please, sir. I've been listening to a podcast recently and the guy that does it doesn't, doesn't drink. It, it weirds me out. Not great podcasting, I appreciate so, some of the things that have been uh, that have been going on with the running. We're going back to the running, back with the running. Um, so, th- there's there's these three things that have been going on recently that have attributed to like a new running style. Um, whilst I was walking rather than running, uh, I had to uh, accept that although I'd needed a new pair of running shoes for months um the fact that i'd reached a point where i was basically walking on on the ground with my heels i was like this is not good need a new pair of running shoes um so the i've got i've got some some new running shoes they were a gift um they've got these monstrous thick soles when i when i step out of them i physically step down to the ground when i step out of them they're great but new shoes that's that's obvious and a different type of heel i've never had a heel like this before this like thick heel because i just i just rip through trainers running shoes any footwear because of how messed up my feet are and my walking i just tear through shoes so i was like right the answer here is to just get thicker soles thicker heels um so you've got new shoes then you've got this different running style um this trying to engage this the left leg more which is giving a bit more power and and um the, I've, I've been saying recently the thing that annoys me at the moment is the first three right first three miles of a run 
because I hate it. I've always hated running. It's no secret. But past that, you kind of get this thing where you get into this stride. You get a bit of, like, you feel like you've got a bit more energy. You feel like you're breathing locked in. Everything comes together nicely, and you feel like, for once in the run, you can actually do it. And that's where the long distance comes from. That's where my brain trips over to, hey, you want to run 10 miles? Because we could if you wanted to. We could do that. What, what sort of time you got today? You want to run 10 miles? Let's run 10 miles. And that's where the distance was coming from. I was able to engage that part and go, right, we're off now. See you later. Can you imagine what it's like to run for three miles going, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. I don't want to do this. I want to go home. This sucks. Everything hurts. Why am I doing this? And, and a variety a variety of different variations of the same thing in the same subject, which is, what is what is this? So, then I've got this thing where I'm trying to lift my feet more. I fell, I broke my arm because I didn't lift my feet. So I need to lift my feet. But that goes against the the shuffling that I do. <coughs> Add all of that together, and do you know what you get? I'll tell you what you get. A few years back, uh, a guy I worked with invited me to go to his gym. I think at the time he was getting like into... Uh, we were running together, and he was getting into lifting weights together. He was like, do you want to come to the gym? I'm like, I've been to the gym for a while, but yeah, okay, I'll come to the gym. So... I went to the gym and we did like, you know, your, your gym store stuff, your chest stuff, your back stuff, arms. And eventually we got around to, to doing legs uh, and I lifted weights with him on leg day. And then I couldn't walk. Almost immediately after we finished, I struggled to walk down a flight of stairs. And for two weeks, after that I struggled to walk normally couldn't go up and down stairs I had trouble driving I had trouble with every single aspect that involved you using my legs for anything it was insane it was a this is what it looks like if you don't work legs for 20 years This whole running thing looks like that. It's insane. It's bonkers. I was saying to Leanne, I was like, the only thing I can think is, for all the times I've thought, why do I train legs? I run. Do I really need to be training legs? Do I need to squat and and deadlift and, and, and lunge and all of that? Do I need to do all this leg work because I run? Maybe the answer to that is yes, because that was stopping my legs from being in the position that they've been in recently where I can't walk up a flight of stairs. Honestly, absolute insanity. 
Um, one of the other things I've got going on, I, I imagine everybody can understand this. Everybody can kind of get where I'm coming from on this one. Um, absolutely consumed by the fear of falling over. Obviously, it's happened. It's happened to me. It's happened to me recently. So now, when I run, I just come up with different scenarios for me falling over. One of my personal favourites, one that goes around a lot, is falling over and knocking my teeth out. Um, I've got the falling over and breaking my other arm. Falling over and breaking a leg. Uh, falling into the road, getting hit by a car. Uh, one the other day, was I ran past a lamppost. I was like, oh my god, can you imagine if I fell into a lamppost? What would the damage there be? It's pretty constant, not going to lie. Um, I think we can all agree it's understandable. Um, I think you can probably imagine what it's like, though, to have that fairly constant. So... Started going back to running. There was a lot less walking in my life. That's not necessarily true. There was some less walking, a little bit more running. But the thought of running nine miles, for example, was beyond comprehension. As I said before, definitely not going to be running nine miles day one. But maybe five. No. 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 What 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 instead is um ah oh, I can barely run four miles. One day and this this is this is super fun, really enjoyable this one. One day ran two miles at least. Wait. Two and a half miles. Mm, maybe a bit more. Maybe close to three. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And then had to walk. I, I, I do a walk run. That was uh, that was real soul destroying. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. If if anybody that does any form of exercise is thinking. Hey, maybe I can take a day off. Don't. So, something that I've been... I was going to say something I've been alluding to. I haven't necessarily been alluding to, but... So, um... I've got this, I've got this conflict going on in my head at the moment. Um, things are not great. I think... I think the the broken arm started a chain reaction, chain of events. And I think that it, it started like a chain of depression. But I, I guess there's a part of me that was like, oh, yeah, you know, stay positive. 
stay positive. It's all fine. You know, it could have been worse. That's always a good one. Uh, we need to keep going. We need to keep um, body active, mind active. We need to keep moving forward. Um, so that's what I did. I, instead of getting all depressed and mopey and whatever, I just carried on. Just carried on going about my day. Carried on going about doing as much as I could. And that was that. And then, since then, there's been this series of... <sighs> bad times. I feel, at the moment, a little bit cursed. I feel like nothing really seems to be going right at the moment. Um, and a lot of stuff seems to be going wrong. Um... <sighs> Not to go into too much detail, which I know is one of those that um, I'm, I'm supposed to be able to go into a bit more detail. That's the idea. Uh, but not to go into too much detail. Um, I've got this whole, there's a whole work situation that I'm dealing with. Uh, there is a, um, a situation that I'm dealing with from when I drove to Edinburgh. Uh, there is a... Um, it's hard. It's hard to 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 stay vague with some stuff. Um, uh, it just you know just just things. Um, everything seems to be pretty shit at the moment. The problem I've got is. The way I the way I visualize it is like my mind has corralled all these shit things in and, and put them in one place. Like you all sit there, and then it's got like a big blanket, and it's put the blanket over the top of all of these problems, and just keeps going. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. So there's like these two separate conflicts going on one is where part of my mind is going everything's really shit at the moment and that's not great and it's not a lot of fun and when you're not dealing with one shit thing you're dealing with something else that's also shit and then i've got another part of my mind that's going yeah okay that's fine but everything's fine everything's okay keep moving on and I think that is having a direct impact on the, like I said, struggling to get up. There's, there's no struggle, just not doing it. I think there is, it's having an effect on the exercise, the fact that when I run down the street, all I think about is falling over and hurting myself. The... A multitude of other aspects. I'll give you an example. You ever have one of those days where just everything goes wrong? But even down to like the tiny little things in life. You're doing something and it just goes wrong. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Give you an example. So I'm, I'm, I'm referring to yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday and Sunday can honestly suck a bag of dicks. Because yesterday sucked the biggest, sweatiest pair of balls 
ever. So, Leanne said to me, I need to go and, and, and change the height of the cot. And it was a point in time where I was like, well, I can do that. Are you going to be able to do it? Are you going to be able to manage with your arm? You're only going to be able to use one hand. I'm like, hey, I am a man and I can do an Allen key with one hand. So I went upstairs with my my little Allen key and my one hand. And I went up there and I went into the room and... It was a shit show from start to finish. And all I could think was, why would anybody design something this way? Things fell out. Things fell off. You've got that situation of, like, you're taking four bolts out and then things fall off the bolts. But then they're upside down, so you have to defy gravity to put them back in, and you're in a tight space. So uh, I can't use my other arm, and my other arm has no strength, even if I could use it. So I can't hold the thing up that I need. It was like twenty minutes of me just using every single swear word that I could muster in the most creative way that I could because yesterday was the shittest day because every tiny little thing that could go wrong went wrong. Anything that couldn't go wrong went wrong. Every single thing from the moment I stepped out of bed To the moment I went to bed, everything was shit. Happy Sunday, everybody. Wonderful stuff. It was, in some way, a symptom of how everything is at the moment. It was just one of those days. And I I imagined at the time when I wrote it down, I was like, I imagine everybody can picture, everyone can experience just one of those days where you think I should have I should have stayed in bed today is a write-off the irony is part of me that was thinking that the reason that I was having such a hard time dealing with everything is that I got up later than I than than I have been getting up even if the alarm goes off at half five and I don't get out of bed till seven I'm still getting out of bed at half five to turn the alarm off so I'm awake When you start your day, first alarm going off at 7 o'clock, it's a different story. It made the day shit. I don't know, I can't, I can't explain it. I'll give you another example. And this is just one of those. Because it's such a, in some ways it's a really small thing. And in other ways it's like a cherry on top of a shit sandwich. Just before I started recording this podcast, or just before I was about to start recording this podcast, because this whole thing took me 30 minutes, I turned the computer on and there was no internet. Now, I'm sure some of you can imagine no internet is a big freaking deal. And some of you can imagine no internet is not the end of the world. However, when you're sitting down to record a podcast, you don't need any internet. 
When you sit down to record a podcast that you're then going to code and try and upload to the internet. No internet's a bit of a problem. And it's just that. That is life for me at the moment. Final thing on 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 running. Um, the distance has started returning. Um, I've had a couple of, like I say, a couple of runs where I've hit that that three mile mark, and I'm like, okay, here we go, we can we can do this. Um, obviously, because I'm not getting out of the door in time, run out of time, and uh, I have to call it a day. Um, my intention is to get the distance back to get long distance as my standard long distance for me should i say as my standard i honestly don't know where i am at the moment in the terms of mental headspace um for example i know i need to get up in the morning i need to get up i need to get out the door i need to run i need to walk the dog i need to do a load of stuff it needs to be done before a certain point in time i need to be up ready and good to go is there a part of me that already knows it's not going to happen? I'll leave you with that question. So, that's that. It was this big long list. And I was like, oh my god, I need to talk about running for nine hours. And people are going to be annoyed. And it's going to be boring. Admittedly, it was annoying and boring. But it's done with now. And it didn't take that long. <clears throat> Another drink. Another drink, really. Oh, that is a that is a nice raspberry non-alcoholic beer. TV. Um, I've done I've done something really naughty. Oh no, maybe I, uh, no. Um, it's nothing to do with TV. It's to do with movies, though. So let's talk TV. Um, I finished watching. The TV series 6, Series 2. I think you may remember from last week, the week before maybe, talking about the fact that I'd stumbled across this program, which is called 6, which is about SEAL Team 6. Uh, and I sort of binged Series 1. Series 1 was great, really enjoyed it. Um, There's a couple of things in Series 1 that I didn't really need or want. Um, however, moving into Series 2, they carried over the stuff that I didn't need or want... And turn that into kind of the entire series. So it was difficult to watch. Uh, I watched episodes 6, 7, 8, 9 and 10. Which was the full series. And I managed to get them all done. Before they were due to disappear off Amazon Prime. Which was the whole point. Um, <clears throat> back end of series 2 got better. I will I will give it that. Uh, a little bit more shooty shooty bang bang. A little bit less. This guy's wife left him. Um, that's not to say that that stuff, you know, this guy's wife left him and this guy's family's fallen apart and this guy's a crazy man and, you know, not to say that that left the building. No, that was all still there. Um, one of those things where, as time went on, I was like, I can see why this didn't get a third series. Um, I'm kind of glad that we're going to get some, some closure but when you know a series is going to end, 
There's a, a few different ways a series can end. The series that thought they were getting another series, so leave it on a cliffhanger. That's always fun. The series that knew they weren't getting another series, so <clears throat> put it all in a in a big bow. The series that knew wasn't getting another series, but hey, fuck you. Middle finger. Um This no spoilers. This series went a little <laughs> went a little bit off book. So we get to the back end of the last episode, and I'm like, I kind of think I see how this is going to go. You know, they've been setting up a situation for a few episodes, and I was like, I kind of think I see how this is going to go. Nevertheless, I was still still surprised how it ended. Weirdly, not to the point where I was looking to get another series on the go, but I have thought about the ending often since watching it, so I'm a bit like, maybe it had more of an impact on me than I expected it to. Um, all in all, two series of a TV, TV program, um, series one, hands down, uh, a lot better than series two. Um, <clears throat> series two just wasn't, just wasn't for me. Um, yeah, like I say, um, a little bit more shooty shooty bang bang would have been nice. Uh, real quick, because I don't want to go into it, I don't want to, uh, whatever. Um, but I've worked my way through, um, series two of the league. I'm now on to series three of the league. Um, just want to give the league a massive shout out. It is absolutely fantastic. Something that has been interesting is the the DVD that I've got. Yes, DVD. Um, it's a box set that I got for an event. It was either a birthday, an anniversary, a Father's Day. Pick one. It was, well, it has to have been last year. I haven't had any events this year. Um, so I got it last year as a box set. Now I knew it was region one. I think I've talked about this already. I knew it was region one and I knew in our house we had, uh, a variety of different ways to watch region one things. As it turned out, it, none of the discs would play on any of the region one things, but I had a theory and the theory was that that's because they're all connected to the internet and it was doing like a check. There is an item in our house that plays Region 1 and isn't connected to the internet. So, what I did was I went to that and I went, let's see if this works. And I put it in, and wouldn't you know it, it worked straight away. And that's how I've been able to watch a Region 1 box set, touch wood, um, up to this point. What's super fun, super cool, referring back to me saying how everything's really shit at the moment, uh... The only device in my house that will play Region 1 then decided, you don't want this disc back, do you? Because uh, I'm keeping it. All right. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, let you have, I'll let you have an inch of the disc. Is that enough for you? No, I kind of need the whole thing. Mm, no. No can do, bro. So that's been fun for the last three discs, fighting with the DVD player, Blu-ray player, whatever it is to get the disc in and out every time. 
Um, so this box set is an American box set. When I used to watch the league, it was on Netflix. One of the biggest crimes of all existence. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration. I appreciate that. But in a lot of ways, one of the biggest crimes in all of existence is the fact that Netflix removed the league from Netflix, from their service. And it has appeared nowhere else. It's not on it's not on like Disney. It's not on like free streaming service. You can buy it on Amazon Prime. It is very expensive. Believe me. I've looked. So, just wanted to give the league a shout out. It's it's absolutely fantastic. It pr- it properly makes me laugh. I've seen it multiple times. Still makes me laugh. Um, when I said I did something naughty, I wrote down three films that I watched. What's the naughty bit? I haven't finished one of them. Naughty. Naughty, Mr. Cook, naughty. So, I'm not going to talk about that, because I haven't finished it. If I had have finished it, I'd tell you that it's not been brilliant so far, but hey. Um, I have watched two films, I'm partway through a third, and I have started a fourth. I know that sounds like a weird way of watching films, but there's method in the madness, because one of them I only watch when I'm on the treadmill. So I needed another film... When I wasn't on the treadmill, but I was watching, but it was movie time. You see, all makes sense. Um, I watched uh, one of those. It was, a, it was a DC animated movie. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, it was Batman: Death in the Family. I'm not going to go on about it too much. I'm not going to talk about it too much. What I am going to say is this: I didn't realise when I bought it. That it was an interactive movie. One of those things feels a little bit... How do I say it without being cruel? It it felt a little bit dated. It felt like something that you would have got in the 90s or the 2000s or whatever. An interactive movie. I know Netflix did a series of these interactive movies. I've never watched one. I've never done one. Um... I imagine doing like doing something like that with friends might be mildly entertaining, but I didn't realise that this was one of these interactive movies until not only until it arrived, but a while after I I saw it and it was just on the front cover. I was like, Ugh, what? Short version is it's like a choose your own adventure. You watch 15, 20 minutes of a film, and then it pauses and it goes this is going to happen no no matter what but you can pick the outcome so the, the first one there was like three different options it told me to start with it told me the rules and it's all replayable and blah 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 but it told me there were seven different endings so i set out to achieve all seven different endings which i did uh, i did get it was It was mildly entertaining. Um, it was. It, it used kind of a, a couple of different twists on a very well-known Batman story, which is uh, the, the death in the family one. Um, ultimately, 
probably not something that we want to be doing a lot of um if if you're listening dc one-offs fine but let's let's not make a habit of it yeah um it was fine it was great one of those i kind of wish I'd, i kind of wish i could have watched it with my eldest but unfortunately the age rating is out of her age rating so that's one of those um i'll save it for the future sort of thing um the film that i actually started and finished watching is the film the nice guys <coughs> bit of background for this i remember this film coming out a while ago i, I think obviously with no internet i can't check Meh. I think it came out in 2012. I think. I remember it being advertised. I remember it being a thing. Um, mildly interested in it. Just one of those films that I never got around to seeing. Never got around to see it. Also, it's never really been one of those that's appeared as a free to watch um i seem to think there was a point in time where it was available on prime i was like oh i'll watch that and then just i just never did recently there was this little bit of like a like it got a bit of a mention here and there they were talking about there might be another one coming down the line all of this then people start talking about this amazing chemistry that ryan gosling and Russell Crowe had in the film. It made the film. It was great. They bounced off each other. All of this. I'm like, do you know something? I think I needed to make a concerted effort to watch this film. Um, over Christmas, I bought a series of different films on Amazon Prime in the sale. Now, an aside to this, I really wish I'd have bought more. Two films that I nearly bought and I didn't. And since then, They've gone back to their original price and they've never come down again. And I wish I'd have bought them at the time. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. So watch The Nice Guys. On the plus side, I can say this. I agree. Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe's chemistry, very good. There was uh, there was a kid in it who, after a while, I was like, what the hell has that kid been in? It's really bugging me. So I looked it up, and it's a girl from the Tom Holland Spider-Man films. She plays Ryan Gosling's character's daughter. Um, and, yeah, you know, the chemistry between all, between these characters is great. However, um, there's a film called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, starring Iron Man himself, Robert Downey Jr., and Iceman himself, Val Kilmer. There's other people in it. Um, but they are the two main characters in it. It's very good. It's very fun. There's a lot of entertainment value from this film. Watching The Nice Guys, I was like, in a world where Kiss Kiss Bang Bang exists, do we need The Nice Guys? Because all it was was a variation on that theme. In the sense that, although the chemistry between... Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe, was very good. Nobody at any point tells you what the whether the film's any good or the story's any good. And it was 
I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was any good. It seemed... The story seemed out of place. It seemed weird. It seemed like it should have been like a different film telling that story would have had a better impact. Like a little bit more of a serious nature might have had a bit more, a, a bit of a better impact. Whereas like a, in some ways like a light-hearted comedy, the story felt out of place. Um, so I watched it, I enjoyed it, but not sure as a film it lived up to the hype necessarily. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, computer, computers, computer games wise. I'm gonna hold my hands up on this one. I've I've done the thing I said I wasn't gonna do, and I've basically poured all of my game playing time into Hogwarts Legacy. Um, very much one of those games for all of its um, for all of its highs. There are a few lows. Um, there are points where I've been playing and it's got a little bit repetitive. There are points where I've been playing where some of the mechanics are a little bit meh. Um, there's a there was a point where I was getting, I you know I hold my hands up. I, I was getting a little bit bored. I was like, the game needs something. It needs to give me something. And literally the next day I put it on, I was like, and that's what we were looking for. No spoilers. <clears throat> there was a point where I was tired of, oh, go and talk to this professor and they'll give you a, a, a side mission to do. It just seemed repetitive and annoying. And there were there was all these there were all these little Small annoyances is what I would say. On the flip side, I want to really say that honestly, the game is a marvel in so many ways. It's phenomenal to me how how this game exists. It's huge. The level of detail is off the chart absolute insanity that this game exists it feels like if somebody told you that this game took 15 years to make you'd be like oh it's still good going though isn't it it's bonkers the level of detail in certain things the fact that I was talking to Leanne about this earlier and I was saying you can pretty much go anywhere in that game stop uh, like a little village in the middle of nowhere. And somebody will give you a mission. Somebody there will give you a mission to do. There are some aspects, you know, some of the enemies are a little bit repetitive. But there are quite a few enemies. You know, you've got spiders and trolls and humans and all of this sort of stuff. Um, I tried to do something that I really hoped would work. It didn't. I was a little bit disappointed. But hey that kind of thing it's i play it and as a game i play it in awe 
I go around it like, just, just how did they do this? There are, there are things, and I don't want to spoil anything, like say, but there is an aspect where you go from a room into another room, and the transition between the two is almost seamless, and just that in itself has to be some kind of black magic. It feels like this game shouldn't exist, but it does and that is just nothing short of magic <laughs> there's so much more i could say i work on the principle that i'm probably going to be reviewing this game for a while because <sighs> as far as story is concerned I'm probably about 50% of the way through. The game tells me I'm about 24% of the way through the game, but I imagine that takes into a lot of side missions and things like that. There's a lot of side missions that I haven't completed yet because they're those ongoing side missions that kind of just go on through the entire time you're playing the game. Whereas other side missions I try to get done as, as best I can where I can. I can tell you this now. There's going to be more Hogwarts Legacy. I'll be talking about it for a while. You never know, I might play another game at some point. I don't know how likely that is, but we'll see. That's that's it. That's, that's the week. There we go. We're done. We made it to the end together as a team. Uh, I'm going to catch you next time. That's what I'm going to do. See ya. So there we go. What do you think of that? Sorry if you didn't heed the warning and realised all too late that there was far too much running. There was other stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was other stuff. However, if you were here for the running content and loved every minute of it, why don't you drop us a little five-star review wherever you get your podcasts? Spotify, Apple, I know they're the main ones. If you get it somewhere where you can leave a review, please do. Drop us a comment, tell us how much you loved it. You can also like, share, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. Check out the website, it's thecookiecast.com. There we've got some social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us and tell us that you're one of our subscribers. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Right, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. This is a Cookie Cast video.